What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode. <laughs> yeah, Corey, <laughs> you made me laugh. Uh, I'm like shocked. I'm like, oh my god, he's going. Higher. I had it. I almost had it, and then <laughs> wait, we're keep, not it. keep it. There's no way we're keeping absolutely that. keep it. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to <laughs> another episode of Cultivating. You can't keep. just be so casual afterwards. Hey guys, I'll give context. So there is that a was podcast like take ten that me and Corey like. And the guy intros every time like like that. But, dude, he goes so high. And I tried like four times. Yeah, you tried. <sighs> I'm out of breath. <clears throat> hey, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Ultimate <laughs> Keep. We're keeping that, man. For the 20th time. Okay, we're keeping it. We're just rolling. <sighs> What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm chilling. I'm just trying to uh, just trying to get through this week. We're leaving on Saturday for the cruise. And then I, I'm actually I'm probably I'm going to do some like other work mm-hmm. on the cruise non-barometrics related but you know nice. we've got hey marketers now we've got a couple other sites trying to spin up we've got our manhood essentials project we're working on so but i'm excited you know it won't be as uh, as intense because pretty much for the past like <coughs> well since i launched hey marketers actually uh, it's been like every night for at least a couple hours i'm working on it I don't think i expected like how much work i was going to put into it and it still feels like there's so much to do mm-hmm. So, long story short, I'm ready for yeah. a break. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel you. Um, I know I, I kind of like briefly announced it uh, a few episodes ago, but we officially bought that business and yeah. it went through. So, by the time this comes out, we'll be like a month in, I think. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, July 1st, we officially like take over. I think we're probably going to announce it like mid-July because I, ha- I, need, I need some time. Kind of like you are saying, like... Uh, we've been moving all week, like moving all the new inventory to our new warehouse, and it's like insane, like the amount of work. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Last few days, I've been leaving the house at about six thirty in the morning, getting home like close to nine, ten p.m. at night. It's just been nuts. So I'm pretty exhausted, and I feel like the amount of work that I anticipated, it's like triple that. <clears throat> yeah, always. Like on like the business side and like the physical like moving side, everything just way more. So for all those reasons, I think we were gonna probably like officially announce like probably like july 15th so mm. probably like when this yeah. comes out close to that time maybe yeah yeah so. i think this will be like the 20th or something like that so yeah. it'll be just, just just right after that yeah so we're super excited um yeah man we're so we're i'm doing really good i just i feel like at the end of my rope i feel tired yeah um i'm like getting sick so i just need to you are sick i, I am sick you're one of those like I'm not like sick. Den- yeah <laughs> the deniers yeah i'm not sick i just i sniffles dude no you're sick bro yeah, that's cool though. I mean, so uh, any, I mean, are you needing to like hire more people or like what's going to like change for the business or like at least I don't know the way that you operate. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to be different. Good question. Um, well, I think I think first and foremost, when it comes to, like the business side, I think this is going to like, I hope um, that it's going to like elevate. I guess our, our um, like clientele, kind of the type of customers that we take. I think it's going to um, like just like raise the level. And by that, I mean you know. Um, like when it comes to weddings, especially like there are, you know, like more like budget friendly brides. And then there are, um, as you move into like more and more higher end rentals, you know, people will spend like more and more on that type of stuff. And so I feel like with what we're going to offer, it's going to, we're going to have an overall just better experience for the client. And I think it's going to put us more on that side of the, the higher end client when it comes to like their budget and whatnot. So that's exciting. I think that gives us, you know, cause par- part of my goal is to, hire someone full-time to basically run like the day-to-day stuff of the business like there's a good portion of it that's just like physical labor when it comes you know prepping prepping for the weekend and organizing stuff and keeping things clean 
Um, like I want to hire someone basically to run all of that so I can focus more on like the business side and then just down the road, like hire more, uh, not, sorry, not hire, but uh, down the road, start, you know, another, another business. And so, uh, I think us being bumped into like the higher end client, um, will allow us to afford to hire someone full time. So, yeah. um, yeah, I'm just excited. And I feel like, um, even like our existing clients, like it's, we're going to be able to be able to better serve them. So we have like more stuff to offer. And so it's exciting. It's a huge risk. I mean, uh, I think I mentioned before, like, you know, we were saving to buy a home and we keep like putting money back into the business. And yeah. so it's like, it's kind of scary. Like it's a lot of money and it's a lot of hard work and like, you know, we're just putting a lot into it. So <clears throat> I feel, but I, I feel confident. I feel that we've uh, got good counsel and we've, we're taking, we've taken good steps. So I feel comfortable. I just feel like it's, it is a risk. And so, yeah. um, but all in all, I'm super stoked and I feel like this is going to get us where we want to be long term for the business. Mm. And so this is going to kind of put us in that position to hire someone full time. And, and, you know, that's not the end goal. We want to, you know, grow the business. So um, the goal is to hire someone by the end of the year. So, mm. um, but oh, I really end of this year. Yeah. That's my goal. I mean, I want to start. I have some ideas. I feel like I, I don't know if this is like silly because it's so soon. This is actually probably you, perfect, you literally perfect for the episode. Just bought a business. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I've kind Another of said business. like after like two years, I want to move on to something new. Is kind of what I've been thinking. Um, and when I say move on, like, well, I still want to own this business. And I still want to be a part of it, but I want to like shift my time towards like something new. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I, I think this will is the first big step. I also feel like this was hold me to this but i think this is probably our last like major investment in this industry i think uh, i don't think i would be shocked if we decided to buy another one um yeah i don't want like this to be a massive company i really don't i, I don't think i do but i want it to be um sustainable i want it to support our family and kind of, i want this to basically fund other ideas and other projects yeah. um and fund us to live basically it's kind of like my idea so i think that's perfectly reasonable something that's been a more of a theme like in, in sort of my, you know, space and mm-hmm. sphere of software and stuff is that there's a lot of uh, what you would call like a, I don't know, like a, a boutique, you know, software company that's no like crazy plans to grow. Like it's literally like this is a quote unquote lifestyle business. This is to fund other ideas. This is to be able to be more creative. Um, this is to take, you know, risk off the table and be able to yeah. uh, to invest in other things. Um, so I don't think that that's crazy at all. Yeah, and so all to say, it's been really good. You know, but also like in the middle of this, we uh, you know we are rebranding the business, the the our existing company at the same time. So you know we're changing the name, um, and just like the whole rebranding process is a ton of work. So like all that combined with like the physical side of like moving stuff and like the logistics of it, it's just yeah. like a ton of work. Yeah. Um, but I'm like super super grateful, and I just I just I don't know, I feel like every day more and more like this is what I was made to do. Like it just feels like so natural to be in this like element so yeah it's cool i'm loving it but um i'm also needing, needing <laughs> ready for rest. A break. yeah exactly it's <laughs> not like that. um so but yeah i mean that's kind of a quick update that's cool speaking of um buying a house i saw the other day on twitter it was sort of like this breakdown uh i wish i could go find it but basically i had like the a map of the united states with all each of the states and um and it showed basically for each state it showed the number of years that it would take to save up for a down payment for the median uh home price given the average hmm. salary across the state and uh what was it oh uh, and sorry they did it for each city too okay for san francisco it was 40 years for new york i think it was 38 years 
for LA, it was uh, 35 years. Um, San Diego was one of like the top 10, and it was 31 years. So that means basically like starting from scratch, like zero savings. Yeah, started like zero savings, and I think that the savings rate was like five percent a year or ten percent. How do they calculate that? It was basically like average salary, cost of living, and then well, they take their down. average salary. What was it exactly? They take the average salary and then like five percent of that every year for the median average or for the basically it's the median, but it's sort of like the average home price in that area. And then how long would it take if you were saving five percent? of the average salary every year to get to a down payment and why for that 5%? house. why 5%? I think that was like the normal kind of savings rate. Hmm. So I think that most people are probably like, they have to save more. Yeah, obviously. Like if someone wants to buy a home, like you have to save more. <clears throat> yeah. But I think that, Oh, was, that was also crazy. Like if, cause you know, there's, um, there's advice out there. Like, I don't know, save, uh, 10% tithe, 10% spend the rest. Mm-hmm. And if you followed that, that's kind of where it would get you. It's like spend 31. Rest, yeah. <laughs> 31 years later, you have a down payment, like not even, you know, buying outright, but just a down payment for the median. Again, not like a really nice house. Uh, Anyways, I thought. Well, I think it's funny and we we aren't even planning to talk about this, but maybe we will. But I think it's funny, like thinking about, um, well, talking about, it's not funny, but thinking about buying a home. Like uh, I was just talking with someone about this, like I think last weekend, but I was saying like for me, like that was kind of what I always had my mindset on when I was younger, like in high school, like, dude, I just want to. Uh, go to college, graduate, you know, advance my career, save, buy a home, get married, like X, Y, Z. Yeah. And I think way differently now. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm not sure why, but my thinking, well, I know why, but it's, it's just changed. Like, totally. now my mindset is, like we've talked about, I feel like I want to, like, focus on, like, building my wealth and, um, like, investing in, investing right now and, like, working to build that rather than, you know, um, I just feel like you think of how long you think of your your life savings my life savings like how long has that taken to like build that up and if i put all that in a home right now like dude like to recoup that it was gonna take a while you know so long and i I just kind of felt like why not use that money now towards like building more wealth like why not use it and put it to work so it can it can build more money faster than the home would you know so i know i'm 24 we're, we're both young so this could be silly but that's kind of how my mindset has shifted and i just feel like the more and more people that I, I speak to that I admire and look up to, that's the advice they give me. Like, you know, invest your money now. Like, let it build wealth for you now. Um, yeah. 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 And I think a big part of that, too, is um, something that I've been thinking more about is how we always try to optimize for how much we save and, like, what expenses we can cut or basically, like, just, like, how frugal can we be while still being, like, happy and, like, still oh, that's living. That's a really good point. Up. But... Like why? Are, why isn't anyone paying attention to optimizing Growing, for growth? Yeah, your revenue. Well, you think and about like your income. I remember um, I asked I asked Chris uh, Chris George. We just actually just interviewed him <laughs> for an episode. Yeah. But I asked him like um, for basically ways to increase revenue in a business. I said, hey, like, is cutting costs like a good way to increase your revenue? And he and he his response was that's a loaded question. Is kind of what he said because you could cut so much. Like yeah. there's so much you can do to kind of trim and save. But what he was what he told me was like why not focus all that effort and energy on like the growth side? Like if you can, rather than cutting every expense, which I think is important to do, like, you know, to some extent, but what about like, like you're saying, like to optimize growth? Um, and I feel like that's probably sums up like my overall thinking right, right now, I guess. Mm-hmm. also wanted to say like, kind of why I bring this up was I used to be v- with how my life looks now and like our income would have made me like very uncomfortable, like by five years ago. 
you know, because a lot of it is, I won't say risky. Like, I feel like we're making good choices. But, but it varies, right? Yeah, I mean, it just varies. And um, especially, like, going against my whole mantra of wanting to, you know, buy a home and start investing in that. Like, I'm putting that off, you know? And so, but I just feel like through, like, educating myself and learning and talking with people, like, this feels good now. This feels like what's right. And so, um, I think it's funny how, like, our mindset can change, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and just to get the terms clear, right? So, when we, in, like, a business setting, we would talk about, you know, revenue and expenses and cutting expenses to increase profit. Mm -hmm. For a personal, it would be optimizing your income, reducing your, uh, also your expenses, expenses, but to optimize for your savings. Mm -hmm. um, and so instead of like just taking a one-dimensional view of, you know, only cutting costs and only cutting expenses or, you know, cutting the, the, the cable, turning off Netflix, like, you know, only, uh, only eating or buying stuff from, I don't know, what's like the cheap place to buy stuff from, like Vons or something instead of Trader Joe's, <laughs> you know, but like also on the other side, you need to be increasing your income. And um, so, yeah, anyways, it's just, uh, but the whole buying a home thing. Yeah. I don't know. I still don't, I st like literally every day I still like go back and forth. Wonder, like, yeah. It's a good idea. It's a bad idea. Well, I remember like a it's year for ago me, it's not for me. when you came to me saying, I don't think I'm going to buy a house. Like you, you know, you like, look at the study I found, whatever you said, like, <laughs> it, you know, they did some study over 20, 30 years. It cost more to whatever you, your, you know, brainwashed stuff you said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but and I remember at first I was like, you're stupid. Like, in my head, I didn't think that, but I was like, hey, you're a little crazy. Like yeah. you should buy a home. And I still like believe like, I'm for sure I want to own a home and probably multiple homes like long term, but like I think for right now where I'm at, I think I'm I'm probably more on like your side now. But like, you know what? Maybe this may not be the best yeah. time. You know? Yeah. Well, exactly. Um, I think that's where I'm at now is like not so black and white about like buying versus renting, but now and sort of what Chris was saying too. I'm I'm glad he mentioned that. But like thinking in terms of seasons, of yeah, I really want a house right now. I really want like a bigger place mm -hmm. and I really would like to not spend money on just rent and mm -hmm. not seeing that or like not letting that build into equity. But also if I, if I were to right now, it would hurt me maybe long-term, mm -hmm. you know, like it, it would maybe like also feel better hurt, right now. I think it would set you back. It seems like, yeah. Saying, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that it would, I think that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of opportunity costs there, miss, right? Yeah. yeah. That you would miss out or that money is now, tied up in this one place and now you don't have the flexibility or you can't go use it for something else that might be um, a better investment long term something that um i was meeting with mark bailey a few like a month ago and he, he was he said something that was like really encouraging to me because i was talking about with like this new um business that we're acquiring you know we have to uh move into like, a new uh warehouse to store everything and i was telling him like dude i really don't want to like rent another warehouse i want to i want to own it i want to own like the the lot and he was and he was like i was like is there any way i could figure out you know to get financing so i can go buy a piece of property and like you know build my own warehouse or whatever and he, he looked at me and he was like jeremy he was like no one absolutely no one starts off owning like every single person for the vast majority like has to start out renting to build something he's like you'll get there just in time and I felt like that was um, like simple advice, and like I've heard that, but it just it was it, I think it was well said. Like, yeah, no one starts off you know this way. Like, it's yeah. okay to have a season of building, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I've been meeting with Mark a good amount. He's I think he's been a big reason why my mindset has kind of changed when it comes to um, like wanting to you know, not not buying a home right now. But I think he's right. Like, there is a season to build, and then there's a season to 
kind of like more step into what you've built. And I feel like right now it's just a building season. And so for us, it looks like renting. So yeah. Well, here's another thing too. I this is something I've always kind of been going back to recently, is that you have to think about the context that you're in right now, mm-hmm. and the fact that we even live in San Diego, right? It's, ab- I mean, it's I think it's one of the top, um, maybe not top ten, but definitely like top fifty most expensive places to live in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, so given that fact, like maybe we shouldn't be so disheartened or discouraged about home prices or rent versus buy or you know basically like how expensive it is to live here but knowing that you know it gives you some perspective about um about what you should do but also i've been thinking about the time that we live in now even a couple hundred years ago no one was really having a buy versus rent discussion they were having a where do i go build my house and which plot of land do i go purchase and and go build on Mm -hmm. that's an entirely different so like this whole buy versus rent is uh it's also a different situation for us because i mean i wish that i could just go oh cool that plot of land looks great over there like here's 15 talons or whatever it is now i'm going to spend the next year or six months building my own house like that'd be awesome it would be here's my youngest daughter (laughs) (laughs) exactly though i should have laughed at that okay yeah we apologize that's also it was a biblical reference okay yes but maybe not the best one um, I mean, not the, the best biblical example, uh, you know, but like how sick would it be if we just go build something ourselves and like all you have to pay for is like the cost mm-hmm. of the, and like you would build it. Like you're not even paying someone to build it. Dude, I was looking into buying land a couple months ago just to see. And it was like, even like out in Lakeside, like not like really super close. It was like 150 grand yeah, for a crazy. piece of dirt, dude. That yeah. needed like grading and plumbing and all that good stuff. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. It's insane. Like. Well, okay, so I, you know, I've been, t- I've been telling you about it, but you know, I've thought about the idea of um, buying rental properties, mm-hmm. not in California, so in uh, places like Alabama, Georgia, like maybe somewhere in like the I think it's called like the Sun Sunshine Belt, something like mm-hmm. basically like the the South. Um, a house there with land could be like a hundred grand, like a mm-hmm. nice house. That'd be like higher end, like yeah, yeah, look way out in the boonies. Just for the land in San Diego, it's going to cost you that much. The, an arm um, and a leg. the person that we bought the business from, so she uh, sold her company, and then her and her husband, are, she, he quit his job, and they're moving to Alabama. And they, oh, they uh, are. Yeah, and so part of like their, so they found like their dream home out there is I think it's a twelve bedroom, like twelve. It's like eleven thousand square feet. It's like a, it's a mansion, like no. one of those legit mansions. And uh, I want to say it's like three hundred twenty-five thousand oh dollars, like gosh. insane. Yeah. Um, and so it's just funny. So they. They're, they sold their business, sold their house. They're moving. They're buying that two other pro- and two other properties, two other homes, basically. So in like one block, they're gonna own three homes, and it's a total of or three properties. It's a total of eighteen buildings. Oh my gosh! Isn't that insane. That's crazy. Because uh, like that one big house is like one. It's like I think it's yeah, it's one big uh, building, and then the other two they bought have like multiple uh, multiple dwellings on on the land. Mm. Um, interesting i mean and they probably got i don't know i'm guessing all that for like six hundred thousand. like yeah. just crazy to think about like the difference oh my god i'm not sure why it's, why it's relevant to what we're talking about but okay well um, let's talk about it because and this is what i sort of brought to the table but i want to talk about balancing ambition versus contentment and uh okay so a little bit of context i it's been something kind of like just in me wondering like is this okay like is this normal 
basically is, does anyone else feel like this? Or like, how should I even like approach this feeling of feeling not content with myself or where I'm at or like kind of, uh, I, I think it, it, the troubling part for me is that it it's mostly has to do with like material things, you know, like the place I live, the car that I own, like the, the number of my bank account, like just not feeling happy with that. And is that okay? Or should I be content, but maybe also not as motivated to improve those things. So to have a bigger house or to save her house, to have a nicer car, to, you know, to save and to have something to retire on someday. You know what I mean? Like, I guess I'm wondering like this, this ambition inside of me pushes me to do a lot of things that I wouldn't do if I was content, but also I feel discontent, which is like a, not like a, a great feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, <coughs> when I, <coughs> sorry. Um, I thought you, you're going to go more the direction of like, being discontent um like with your career and like mm. side projects not so much like material stuff um, well we could talk about that too i'm sure it's but both. let's start here i know it's both yeah, yeah but um i feel like um the obvious answer is like yeah i mean, I, I would say that um that is wrong well, not wrong but it wouldn't be good for you to be motivated by um like the bank you know, bank account or um the materials or whatever it is and i think the reason why is um a, I think that's materialism, but B, I think uh, when you get the thing that you wanted, it's not going to be what you thought. And I feel like um, it's kind of like that story we talked about, like with Leah, you know. And um, yeah, yeah, I just feel like it's one of those things where you know you th- you thought this would make you happy, then you get it, and then this is, then it's the next thing, right? So let's say you want to, you know, you want ten grand in your savings, you get that, then you're gonna want twenty, then thirty, then you know it's gonna continue, right? And I um, but I think what you're I don't think it's what you're asking. Cause I think you know the answer. You know, like, yes, it's probably wrong. But I think what you're saying is it's causing me to be, to be motivated. It's causing me to be ambitious. Is that what you're saying? Well, yes. But in another way, no. Because if I'm truly content, then why would I ever want something else or better? Like, why wouldn't I stay, you know, why wouldn't I be content with our 2001 Camry? and our apartment in North Park that or in Hillcrest that we rent mm-hmm. and the number in our bank account, which we could definitely not retire off of, <laughs> definitely not even close. Like, I guess I feel like there, there has to be some ambition <laughs> or some level of discontentment. You know what I mean? Like, uh, this is a super good question. Cause now I'm thinking like, hmm. right. Because if you were perfectly content, why, why would, would you, you ever, yeah. yeah why more. would you want something else or more or something different? So is there a way to be, to have both, to be ambitious and content? Hmm. Um, because I, I think maybe I'm, I'm painting this in, in the wrong light. I'm super happy with like where we're at. In fact, this morning I was thinking, I'm like, this is so cool. Like I live, we, we have a great place that we live in. I'm married to my wife, who's amazing. We have a great life. We have our, our dog, Remy, who's like, <laughs> just like the spark of joy every everywhere he goes. Um, have a great job like we're not struggling financially. great friends great friends one in particular shout out to jeremy What's not jeremy other friend just kidding <laughs> um but also feeling like i want more and like i, I want an even better mm-hmm. life does that make sense yeah um yeah i think it makes good sense i i don't think you're alone in that um i feel like i need a minute to think what you're asking but um yeah well, like, well how do you feel like um about my situation yeah yeah i, mean, I think i would feel similar like yeah i feel very content and happy with 
what we have um, and, and where we are at right now. Do I want um, do I want to advance? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I want uh, in every area, right? When it comes to the home, we the apartment we live in now, or the business, or um, you know our relationship, you know, me and Connie and whatever it is, like every area I want to progress and advance. And I don't, I wouldn't say it's because I necessarily like want more and I'm discontent. I think, I think a a lot of what you're saying is just in us naturally as men. I think we, like we were made to be this way. We were made to, to like want to move forward and to want to improve and to uh, just, just simply progress in our life. I think that's a big reason why, um, we both feel this way. Like I guess it's kind of like, it feels like it's not enough. Like we're missing something. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's my initial thought. Yeah. I want to go back a little bit to, well, I also want to say one more thing. Okay. So I was talking go about ahead. Dan, Dan dealing kind of spontaneously, um, a few weeks ago. <clears throat> and I was just telling him like, dude, honestly, like recently I have felt, um, and as of recently, I mean like the last year I have felt like I, like my level of like interest and like motivation to want to grow business wise, like with books and all that kind of stuff is like skyrocketed. Right. I, I just feel like there's a right. huge hunger to want to learn it in that area of my life. And if I'm being real with, with you, like in, in like a, on the spiritual side or like, um, I don't know, just more like relational side of things. Like I feel like a lack of interest to want to learn in, in that area. Yeah. And I was telling Dan this, like, this is a, pr- this is a problem, right? Like I should, shouldn't I want to be like, um, to grow spiritually like more than I do like business wise. And he said, Honestly, Jeremy, like for where you were at as like um, a young person, especially being like a younger entrepreneur and just being married, like that's very normal. It's very normal for you like in this er- this um, season of life to want to like grow professionally. I think it's important to consider as well because a lot of what we're saying is like I think the season of life that we're in, we're yeah. young, we're starting out and yeah. we're both trying to build something. And so that's why our thinking is more on like what, how can this improve? How can I get better? You know? Yeah. Th- that's a good segue because... Um I sort of wanted to challenge the idea of like the grass is always greener on the other side because I feel like sometimes it is. You <laughs> I'm know so what I mean? glad you said that. <laughs> um, yeah, I totally agree. Okay. Well, cause here's what I was thinking. Uh, I think we mentioned it before, but there's this whole idea of, it's going to get a little bit technical and nerdy for here for a second, but oh, it's the idea of hedonic uh, adaptation, right? Where basically whatever you do or like whenever you advance, you then adapt to that new environment or circumstance. And then now it doesn't seem as amazing or great anymore. Now it seems normal. So basically it's always uh, like you always go back to the average. You always go back to the mean, you always Mm -hmm. go back to normal, Um, but still better. But I was also thinking uh, there was a study done. This is one I think that we mentioned before was that uh, there's a certain point of like income uh, and basically like, way of living cost of living where people don't get any happier after that point and i think the point was like a hundred thousand dollars or like ninety thousand i forget what it was maybe we should have looked up beforehand but the number doesn't really matter actually but i think my point is that at a certain point it doesn't get any better but um, maybe i'm not at that point yet you know what i mean like things probably could get better from where i'm at now but I, I could also be aware that it's not going to get exponentially better mm-hmm. after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I want to get to that point mm-hmm. where it is better and kind of at the cusp of like, it doesn't get any better after this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think a lot of it comes down to, um, we've talked about this before, like with money, like it's, I think it's good to be motivated by money, but I think, um, 
like you think of like your motivations, right? There's not just like one thing, right? There's like multiple different um, factors that that motivate you. And I think, um, let's say there's three of them, right? If money is one of them, or you know these material things that you desire, like if that's a part of it, I think that's okay. Um, but I think the issue is when, when that's like the only thing you're going for, like when you get there, like, like I said earlier, it's, it's not going to be what you wanted. Yeah. And I think like for me, um, I think for myself, uh, it's hard to believe that. Am I being real? Like, I think I feel like eh, it might be what I think it is. Right. Or it might be really cool, you know? Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's easy for me to say that cause I, I hear that a lot. Um, but you know, I have experienced that like, in in some areas of life. Like, there's been things I've really wanted for a long, long time, and I, I've gotten it. And it's like, this is cool, but it's not what I thought it was going to be. You know, and so I, I think I can apply that to this. Like, if this is the one thing I'm going for, you know, this fancy car, or whatever it is, or the better home, like it's probably not going to be co- as cool as I think it is. And so, hmm. I think with the whole idea of what you're saying, like being, um, like d- your discontentment, your discontentment cause being bringing you more ambition, basically. Um, I, th- I think you should, we should use that. I think we should use like that discontentment, but I just think, um, it can't be like the only thing that motivates you, right? Like the ambition has to yeah. come for, like, for more reasons than just the materials. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So it's not just <coughs> material. Like let's take this podcast, for example, we, we've grown steadily over time. We've been doing it for, actually it's been about a year since we basically like, committed hell, to yeah, doing that's it. That's a really good point. And since we like, uh, we, started yeah, we planning started, for yeah. it. Yeah. I think we started recording our first episodes in August August, and then we published the first one September 30th. Um, But so, okay. So we, we've grown steadily. Like, I mean, our audience is going up, right? The number of downloads, yada, yada, yada. But we're still not where like we want to be, right? We're not like Joe Rogan. Actually, you know, I heard a stat really quick. (laughs) So he has the single largest Mm -hmm. audience in the world. Uh, I didn't know this about like how successful it actually was, but, through his podcast and basically all the other revenue streams around his podcast, he's on track to make a hundred million dollars this year. What? <laughs> right. <laughs> he's on a podcast this year. Yeah. From podcast. Yeah. But okay, but not the podcast. At, Corey. From <laughs> his yeah. That's from his saying, dude. Right. Okay. Anyways, back to the point. Right. So we get um, <clears throat> the number which that we last shared. Right was. Uh, Month of June wa- or May was our biggest month ever. We got a thousand downloads overall, which is amazing, mm-hmm. right? But I would like to see five thousand, yeah. ten thousand, a hundred thousand. Yeah. I mean, am I? But that's also, I think, uh, the the downloads, the number of downloads is just a proxy. It's just kind of like, um, like a placeholder for what we really want, which is to reach a lot of young Christian men, mm-hmm. and is to to help them and to encourage them. Um, so, like the, the I think the all the material things and stuff that also is like just a proxy for like what I really want is to feel like safe and secure and to feel like I have a plan, something to fall back on Yeah. to feel like, uh, you know, I have a retirement, something to leave with my mm-hmm. kids. You know what I mean? Um, but I think it translates to, or even let's take our marriages, for example. Uh, there's always things to work on. There's always ways that we can improve. There's always ways that our wives can improve. Like we can always love each other better. We can put God further in the center of our marriages. It's healthy maybe to have a little bit of discontentment with where you are, right? Mm-hmm. If you know that things could be better and you could be closer with your wife, why wouldn't you want to be, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the more you're talking, the more more I kind of feel like it's it's back to what we said in the beginning. Like I think there's just 
in I think as men, uh, as probably as humans in general, that it's in us to to want better. I really I really think it comes down to that, and I think yeah. Um, but I I like how your wording is like, is it okay that my discontentment is you know motivating me? You know, I think it causes me to like really think about it. Like, I think you have a really good point. So. Yeah. Well, it's something that I struggle with. I mean, that that's well, I the realness of about, it. Is. I think I've just thought, oh, I'm just like motivated. I haven't really thought about why. But now I'm thinking about it. I think a lot of it probably does come from like wanting more, you know, and just wanting to be better. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think my, I mean, my, my question remains like, yeah, how do you balance or like what is the, the best, uh, I don't know, attitude towards it, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like based on what you know about me or what we know about each other, like is there something that I could be doing or keeping in mind this even is like, how could I be doing things better? I guess I'm just wondering like, is it, uh, should I be feeling differently about it? Hmm. I don't know. I think it does bother me a little bit to a certain degree. Like I wish I could just wake up every day like, today is amazing. I'm just going to keep plugging away at everything that I do. And I'm perfectly con- content knowing that everything's going to be a okay 30 years down the road. And yeah, my well, life's going to feel fulfilled f- for me. I've recently been having a hard time with that. Like thinking like, okay, if I develop, develop some good habits of, you know, like waking up early or, you know, reading often or um, working out, whatever it is, like the good habit that I develop, like, how do I keep that up for 30 years, 40 years? Right. right? Or, <laughs> you hard. know, I've been thinking of that recently. Like it, it's kind of like deflating, like, dude, like, or, you know, working hard, whatever it is, just, like, how do you keep that up? And, um, yeah, man, I, I've been having a really hard time with that recently. Like, how do I keep these good habits up? How do I, like, have, like, the perseverance that it takes, you know? to You know, one thing Chris talked about was, you know, developing habits and doing it consistently over time. I just feel like yeah. that the is marathon hard. Marathon versus sprint. Yeah, it's super, yeah. super hard. And I think, um, kind of like you're saying, like, well, what if, like, in these areas that um, – I want to persevere and if I'm content where I'm at, like why would I continue? You know, why would I want to get better at it? Um, so yeah, honestly, dude, like your dilemma or question has me stumped a little bit too. <laughs> well, now I'm like really thinking about it and I, yeah. yeah, I think it comes down to like what we just said. Like, I think the obvious answer is for the materials, uh, materialistic side of things. Like, yeah, obviously like I think that was, was probably wrong. Like to be uh, motivated by like the wealth or whatever but i think um you consider like the whole picture everything i think it's good for dis- discontentment to motivate you yeah that's my overall thought on it yeah and i think you um, don't seem satisfied you seem like itchy well i just wonder we have me thinking too about the other areas right because it's 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 really not just the materialistic side of things that was like yeah, my yeah, first so example yeah first example um, like let's talk about uh, like careers, mm-hmm. for example. I love my job at Barometrics. In fact, I, this is—I mean—I've only been like working full time, you know, for I don't know what's it been, two or three years or something. Uh, already at an amazing place. I just wrote the article about how, how I landed my dream job at age twenty-three, which is like fantastic. Twenty-four now, but um, but also like. I don't want to be the head of marketing for a software company forever. There's a fantastic lessons I'm lear- learning. I love my job every day. It challenges me. There's amazing people that I get to meet and connect with, but also my end goal or like, is it my own goal End goal is to be a software entrepreneur or just to be an entrepreneur in general of other things too, not just software. Um, and so always feeling 
discontent a little bit mm-hmm. about like, okay, one day I'm going, this isn't going to be how it, how it is. And one day I'm going to be, you know, the entrepreneur and, and, and the owner. I'm not just yeah. going to be the operator and the executor. That's a good point. I mean, dude, we, um, like I said, we've been moving all week. And so like I, I now own like all this inventory of like just other stuff. And to, like literally today I was up, uh, I was like moving stuff and I had the thought to myself, like, why am I doing this? Like, I'm, just, <laughs> I, I'm feeling pretty tired. So I was just like, why am I doing all this? You know, yeah. why am I working so hard for this? And it just, it was funny. That thought was silly because like, this should be so exciting. And it is, don't get me wrong. But right. I think like with anything, like there's going to be like the the negatives. And with anything you do, there's going to be times of like feeling discontent. Um, but one thing I, I was just thinking about was uh, like the purpose behind it. Like whatever it is that you're wanting to do, like, um, like I think if you just know the purpose, if you know like why you are motivated, um, yeah, I think that can carry you through and carry you on, you know? Hmm. So the purpose of like, wh- what kind of purpose do you have that, I mean, I don't know, motivates you or keeps you content with your businesses. Mm-hmm. And I guess like what, what's your translation for me of like the purpose? It's a good question. Um, I think for me, um, like thinking of this business that I'm in right now, I think what I said earlier was like this becoming something like I'm viewing it as like a foundation and kind of like the first block in my life, really. Um, this being something to basically create more opportunity, whether it's like for my, my family, like whether it's, you know, another idea that I have in the future that I want to pursue, like this funding that, um, I think that's part of it. I think. Uh, creating jobs for people um and then like on the practical side like creating actual events and weddings what we do i think those three things like those are all like really cool and those like will fulfill me and that's that's purpose and so i think for me like that is my purpose in this when i think why do i want this company to get bigger why do i want to grow it well all those reasons you know um it's kind of a broad answer i think but i think for you um how does it translate I think I'd be careful on like I've been hearing you a, a lot recently talk about like materials and stuff, you know. I don't know why, but yeah, uh, maybe it's just an example you're giving. But um, I think I'd you've never you've never been that way. All that right. you you've been like the most basic, like by two <laughs> too simple, too plain. So I I don't know why it, I don't know if you are actually really motivated by those things now. Maybe you. I'm not saying that's bad. I, I would I would be careful. I would think about like what actually really motivates you is is it like the the nicer car is it hmm. the nicer place or is it the lifestyle is it the fulfillment to know that you're doing what you want to do which is you know being a software entrepreneur um cause i don't peg you as someone that's like motivated by the fancy car or the nice clothes or nice watch whatever it is yeah um and i don't i just want to be clear i don't hear you saying that's all that motivates you right i know that there's way more to the picture i just think recently you've been giving us that's Giving that stuff as an example. Yeah. I also want to say, I find myself in the same boat. I don't know why, but recently I've been thinking about material <laughs> stuff. And I've never been that way my whole life. I've never really cared about kind of the car I drove or stuff like that. And like more recently, I've like, I feel like I've um, like wanted a lot of that stuff. So I don't know why that is. Um, I'm trying to figure it out, but. Hmm. Yeah. I know. Well, that's something that I've, I think that I've struggled with too. Is like, well, um yeah maybe i am like thinking about it or talking about it too much uh or like maybe and i'm not saying that i'm just right 
Well, I think actually, I mean, now that we talk about it more, I think about it, I think maybe what's even actually happening is that, like I said, those things are like, uh, kind of the proxy for like what I really uh, want. Yeah, that makes sense. And, um, and so it seems like, okay, those, those are the things that I should go, like these are the tangible things that mm-hmm. I know I should go and like get, like these are my goals. And then with those things will come mm-hmm. the things that I really want essentially. Um, but I think you're right that even thinking about like those things in particular, the house, the car, the savings account, mm-hmm. whatever it is, like that shouldn't really be like, the main motivator, maybe what should even be like, go, go another layer deeper of, um, you know, it's security for my family yeah. or it's being generous to other people. It's helping and enabling other entrepreneurs. It's, um, I don't know, like the things that, uh, because really, like you said, I'm not really into nice things. I mean, look at what I'm wearing yeah, literally right say. now. I'm wearing my old <laughs> Patagonia jacket. Which I was thinking earlier, you wore that every Tuesday when we were recording. Every <laughs> single time. Okay, well, since I started working from home, I've been the laziest. Oh, Actually... I'm the exact same, bro. Okay, so about like my... my Probably like seventh grade was like my peak, like dorkiest as far as like material possessions, clothing, etc. And then kind of like went up slowly until I'll probably like, I don't know, junior year of high school. And then after that, I think it's been like in a slow decline. And then since I started working from home, it's been like a steep tanked. drop. Just dude, I'm tanked. the same, dude. Once I got okay, once I got married and we started working work from home, like honestly, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember the last time I did my hair. Like I just wore a hat every <laughs> single day. I even got a because normally it's like I get a haircut and then I'll do my hair for a couple of weeks until my hair gets shaggy and long. Yeah, and I'll start throwing hats on, but. Dude, like I even I got a haircut like two weeks ago, and the next day I was wearing a hat just because yeah. I just don't <laughs> want to like, nah. bother with doing. Yeah, my not even worth it. Just funny. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if, if I really was motivated by nice things, I think that I would probably have nice things now. Mm. But I love our old Camry. I'm totally fine with wearing basically sweats and I'm wearing my old Nikes with no socks. And yes, I would like nicer clothes, but I'm still not like. Um, I also, I mean, I actually. I really don't like the idea of a ginormous house. Um, I would like a really sort of simple and like efficient house. that's sort of like really high tech and stuff. That's like my, <laughs> that's the thing that I think about. And, uh, but anyways, I think you're right. I think maybe what it comes down to is, and trying to talk myself through it is uh, tying, you know, the things that I do every day to the purpose and sort of, I guess mm-hmm. like, sounds cliche, but like learning to enjoy the journey of like, I can, I can feel fulfilled and like achieve these things that I want before, I guess like the material kind of reflection of that, you know what I mean? Um, and then I can, I can learn to be maybe more fulfilled every day, but Mm -hmm. still motivated for more. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. I'll have um, to pray about it. I think, I feel like this has been good. This has been one of my favorite talks we've done, honestly. <laughs> Therapy session. Well, uh, I mean, this was. I feel like this was very spontaneous. Like we normally have some form of notes, and we have literally nothing, and we're just talking. This like, really. Yeah. This is um. It's like thought provoking. It's making me think a lot. Yeah. From, from like the very beginning, because like I said, you kind of took it a different direction than I that I thought, and from like the beginning, I was like, uh, like lost for words, kind of like I don't know, like you know, thinking about it. So, I like it when that happens. So. Yeah. We'll see more of this. Yeah. Um, do you want to wrap it up? 
I think you can because I'm sick, you know. I got you, dude. That's I'll okay. Sit on the bench, you were struggling in the in the intro anyway, so dude, I'll, like, I'll take us out strong. Honestly, though, that was probably <laughs> bad for my throat to go. Yeah. Woo! You're gonna be more <laughs> sick now. It's chill. Well, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, if you have any thoughts for us or for me or for Jeremy, um, please let us know. You can reach out to us via Instagram. Uh, email us at cultivateandkeep.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to um, to reach out anytime. We'd love to chat. Um, otherwise, make sure to visit our cultivateandkeep.com slash favorites page. Always update that with new resources. Uh, I'm going to add a couple more on there today. I think that I, I, I saw one that wasn't on there. Um, but otherwise, we will talk to you in the next one. Peace and love. Peace. Peace.